Welcome to the Journey to Paid Speaking Gigs podcast. Here we bring on guests in the speaking world to uncover how to find your voice as a speaker, get paid speaking engagements, and develop your speaking skills. I'm your host, Charles Clark, mental health and resilient speaker, and today I'm having a conversation with motivational speaker, Mark Samuel. If you like what you hear today, check out the Journey to Paid Speaking Gigs Academy on my website, thecharlesclark.com forward slash apply, where you're gonna learn everything that you need to know about how to create a successful speaking business. It's time to rise and thrive. Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you, Charles. And by the way, I just love that intro music. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, all, all <laughs> I'm a music guy, so it's like all about how do we build the energy with the music we listen to. Yeah, it's all, it's all <laughs> about a vibe, right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, before we get this thing started, let the Thrive Tribe know who is Mark? Well, that's almost, I, I almost find that as a funny question. Um, my, my next book is going to be The Spiritual Path of a Non-Believer. And that really describes who I am and who I've been. It's like, I look at myself as an evolutionary process of going from wanting to be a, you know, baseball dude and, you know, player to being a musician to then being a high school teacher teaching math to then working with people in organizations and then, you know, um, helping organizations make change and then it's transformation. And it's just been a whole process and quite honestly, a surprising one. Like I never wanted to write a book. In fact, I don't like it at all. And now I've <laughs> working on my sixth or seventh book. And, <laughs> yeah. and I was the first time I gave a speech, I was awful. Like I was terrible, like not even close to being good. And I'm not over exaggerating. It was yeah. awful. And I just thought, well, I'm never going to do speaking again. I'm good at teaching. I'm good at facilitating. I can't speak, and that's fine, you know. And then uh, I had this, the CEO of Toastmasters in one of my longer programs, and I told him, I says, I, I, you got to help me. I, I have no speaking skills. He goes, you're, you're nuts. I've seen you speak. You're doing it right now. And I go, well, you got to help me get from point A to point B because right now it ain't working <laughs> with my audiences. So it, I've been, it, you know, to me, I've been a bunch of surprises, you know, and people say, well, what's your purpose? My purpose has continued to change and evolve Mm -hmm. over my lifespan and uh the other thing too that i'm so proud of now is on my on my next book my daughter one of my daughters who's 31 or 32 now is she's the one that's helping me to write it so she's wow. a really good writer and we're working together and it's yeah. one of the dream comes true in a way because we're just partnering so well and she's got good sensibilities and but I can't write as well as she does. I'm just good at getting the content out. She yeah. turns it into a nice package that, yeah, that relates that, to people. That, that's that's something special right there. I mean, aside from the completion of the project, what is it like to to keep it in the family and to to build your a relationship with your daughter in that way? Well, <laughs> that's a, that's a, a actually a kind of a funny question because I am very hands off with my daughter. It's like. Mm -hmm. I take no credit for what she does well. And at the same time, it's like, whatever you do is going to be good with me. It's like, I'm not, I've, I've, I've crossed that boundary a couple of times and it's never worked out very well. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I, I'm really, you know, I never had an expectation that we would work together and yeah. I never thought of her as, 
you know, certainly writing a book with me, but it just sort of has evolved and uh, just showed up. She started writing, helping us with articles and blogs and things like that. And then it's like, why don't you work with me on the book? You know, it yeah, seems yeah. like <laughs> we work well together. And she says, oh, I'd love to do that. And she's just so good. And uh, the publisher is giving her tons of feedback, letting her know just how good she is. Because, uh -huh. again, I get the content out. I could be fairly clear and, yeah. you know, about that. But but she makes it so you, you can... You know, like for me, I'm I'm the one who cracks the egg. She's the one that turns it into an omelet. Come on, you don't want to you don't want to eat my cracked egg. <laughs> right, yeah, give me some cake, something like hook it up, hook it up. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, so like, when when did you know that? I know you talked about man, I, I wasn't good at speaking, but when did you know that? Hey, actually, my voice matters, and I can actually get paid to do this. Oh, that's a great question too. It's um, I, in a way, I thought my voice mattered before I learned how to speak. I knew that what I was coming up with and what I was developing was fairly leading edge for the world I was in. Uh, the team built, teamwork, team building, ch change management, and those kinds of things. Because, again, my way of doing it is I've combined what I would call spiritual tenants into change management and and either people are on the spiritual side or they're just strictly on the change management side but they don't combine them very well or in a well that's in a way that speaks to both audiences mm -hmm. and and i'm pretty good at doing that so i knew i had something to offer i just didn't always have the confidence nor the methodology to know how do i translate this into a speech because I'm, I'm naturally a very good teacher. Like I'm really good. I could teach almost anything because I'm a slow learner. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. as a slow learner, I know how to put piece everything together. So it's in a logical order yeah, to yeah. learn and, I'm, and, I'm the same. Yeah. and motivate. <laughs> but to speak it meant that I had to be motivational and inspirational and say it without a lot of interaction and stuff yeah. like that. And it was like, oh my God, I'm lost in this. It's like, you know, um, I was supposed to give an, I was supposed to give an hour speech and I was done in 20 minutes. <laughs> That's how bad it was. I was like, Oh, yeah, I got, I got, kill I got me already. <laughs> <laughs> and that never happens. I'm always developing more content than I can deliver. So it's like, I yeah. can have an eight hour day and want nine or 10 hours. Yeah. So I'm never, I'm never, um, uh, searching for content. It's just that I schedule the speech and I hit my talking points and I just, and oh, 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you, what do you kind of see as like, I know you kind of hinted on it a little bit, but what do you see as like your superpower when you're on that stage, the thing that you, you have that makes you so unique amongst the other speakers? Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's a couple of things or three things maybe. So l let me just give you a little part of the journey. So the first thing that I got from um, uh, uh, Mr. McCann, who was the head of Toastmasters, is he gave me like here's the structure of a speech. Here's how you want to position it, and gave me a few books on it. And it was like, okay, now I get what I'm trying to accomplish in a speech, and it gave me the structure. Yeah. Soon after I had the structure and I got comfortable with it, I threw out the structure. 
So now I can get up in front of a group and just start speaking. Now, many people can't do that. Like they need to have it as a structured speech. And I'm not even saying that I'm the best speech giver, mm -hmm. but um, many people have it as a, you know, structured, very laid out, even scripted to some degree. I don't do that. I have my talking points. I have my stories and then I put it together. And when you ask about what makes what I do well now is now I'm talking from experience. So I've got so much experience yeah. and I'm pretty good at organizing and being outcome driven. Yeah. So I'm not just talking for the sake of it. I'm moving towards a point and linking things that it allows me to ad lib well on stage and work with the audience as I'm going, yeah. reading the group and the energy as I go. So to me, that's is one of the keys for me. Mm -hmm. But the second key is what I refer to as authentic vulnerability. Mm -hmm. So how do I become vulnerable with a group to be willing to share what my weaknesses are, what I'm not good at, because I really believe in, in the human spirit and that we don't have to be perfect to be excellent. In fact, yeah. we don't even want to be. Yeah. So it's how do, I, how do I demonstrate my level of authenticity and genuineness at the same time as my vulnerability that now makes me relatable to my audience, whoever that audience is, unless they're a stuffy group that needs it all done in perfection, in which case I don't want to speak to you anyway, <laughs> yeah. you know, or you won't want me to speak to you because I'm not a fit. So I'm really good at just bringing everything down to its authentic, human, genuine, vulnerable place. And with that, I, I, I can hit home runs in my speaking. Yeah, I, I think you, you, you said something that a, a lot of people in the game who have been in the game for a while, they have. And, and that's like from a place of from head knowledge to heart knowledge, right? Where now yes. I don't have to just what am, what am I about to say right here? No, but I, I know it. I feel it. I, I live it. I do it. Therefore, I can say it easy. Right. And so to get to that place, it takes time. You know, I'm still young in the game and I'm, I'm always trying to develop those stories. I'm not at that place that you are in right now where I can just. All right. This is the story. I got 20 of them now, you know, but it's, it's, it's building that, that arsenal. Right. And, and then but I think the thing that you really are saying is it's a place of, of heart knowledge. And that's why you can have that flow. That's what I call it you know, that bringing that soul to the stage. So I, I want to ask. Well, you, 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 yeah. wait, wait, no, no, no. you can't just, yeah. you're not going to go off on that one, dude. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so what you just said, Charles, was extremely articulate and really, really to the point. I, in fact, I think you said it better than I did. Mm. Going from that, you know, that mental to the heart place um, is really where it's at. And the only thing I might add to the heart place mm -hmm. is the attunement place. Mm. So do you know your stuff so well that you don't have to be in the conversation of what you're saying? You can right. actually have an attunement to spirit to yeah. see what are you getting downloaded at the time to move in this direction or that direction? Because yeah. sometimes it's not what I plan. In fact, I don't even want to go there, but I listen. I go, okay, I, I'm not here for me. I'm here for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And, and that takes, that, thing and, that takes uh, the presence, right? I, I have to, yes. in order to be available for that, I, I have to be present. Not not what my content, yes. but with the audience, everything, you know, it, it's just a connection what? between it all. 
That's right. And that you called it, you, you spelled it out really well when you said the sports, the soul space, you know, and that's mm -hmm. what we're really moving to is that soul space. I don't know exactly how you said it. Yeah. I mean, you are so articulate and you're saying it so well. I, you know, I wish I had your clarity when I was as young as you were. I, it would be, maybe, it. maybe I'd be now a, a, a rock star or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> let's kind of ch chat about this, Mark. I, I want to know, like, for you, you know, to get to that place of getting paid speaking gigs, it's a whole nother level, right? Like many people, they can speak for free, but to get paid to do what you love, there's some mindset shifts that has to take place. So I want to ask you, what were what were some of those mindset shifts that you had to have in your life in order to get paid speaking gigs? Well, the one thing I would say is that those unpaid speaking gigs is what got me started. Like that, I did a lot of unpaid speaking gigs. Like, and that gave me the embodiment that I can do this and then feel that sense of worthiness. But at some, at some point, like you said, there's a, a shift. And the transformation, I think, is an inner transformation, not an outer transformation. It's when do I value what I have to say? Yeah. When do I value my input without it being an egoic value, just a practical value of really honoring my voice as well as sharing with others, not pretending to know it all, but also not discounting the fact that I might be able to support and serve other people through my voice. Right. And when I discovered that, you know, I can work with a group of 30 people in an organization, but I can speak to a group of 500 or a thousand. It's a different impact. Like, yeah, yeah. man, that, and, and I like being inspirational and I like giving people practical ideas that they can leave and make their lives better at. Once I made that my purpose, then it became easier to value. Like, I never thought of myself as a great speaker, but I've always valued my purpose of being able to deliver something that people can use. Mm. So I take it out of the personal and I make it into what's my service, what's my what, what's my greatest value to others, yeah, and that is what I'm I'm more accountable for my for my service than I am to feeling good, feeling comfortable, feeling worthy. That that takes us that takes a backseat to you know I'm here to be yeah. of service whether I feel worthy or not, yeah. and and then it became I've got to start charging and so I made it a small charge you know a thousand dollars then three thousand then five thousand then I wrote a book and writing the book launched me to ten thousand to mm -hmm. fifteen thousand yeah it's been a stepwise progression and I think my my. The most pay I've gotten is, I think, around twenty to twenty-two thousand. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't. I, I'm hoping to land at fifty thousand at some point. Right. But right. I've got to be open to my worthiness and my value and all of that to do that. But yeah. the books helped to do that. Honestly, it's a it's a it's a doorway in. So, yeah. and we all got something to say. Come on, I I think what you're saying. Here in, and this is something I'm actually going to do a speech on. Is I have I have a speech with the Raiders coming up next week, and I'm really just talking. Wow, about, that's uh, awesome! Oh man, it, it's it's such a a blessing, uh, a wonderful opportunity to be able to come into you know different organizations and be a part of their team. I, I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. And you know, one of the things that I was I was you. I was thinking about was that you know for every level, it's a different process. Like what got you here yes. won't get you to that next level. And I, I think we gotta we gotta right. learn to understand like 
man, I, I can't do everything on my own. And so that, like, that's what we talk about. Like, that's why we have like the journey paid speaking gigs program and we, and we're helping other speakers move from that place of being that free speaker to being it, to coming part-time to full-time because it's just a different process. It's a different beast, but you know, along that journey, yeah. you begin to see those commonalities and, and, but it's nothing like going on that journey when you, when you have someone, I know you talk about Mark, you talk about a lot about accountability, right? I, I want to yes. ask you like, to you, what's what's accountability look like when it comes to becoming a, a better speaker? Oh, I love that question. No one's asked me that question, Charles. <laughs> what a great question. You, you, you ought to interview people for a living, dude. You're really oh, good at it. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, what it means to me is our ultimate accountability is to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that accountability means means how do I become the best being I can be? And we, not based on the limitations of my belief system about myself, mm -hmm. not based on the history of how people treated me in my past, not based on what I think is a restrictive factor that I don't have the ability to do or not the ability to do. Yeah. It is about truly exploring with all possibilities in mind, how can I become the best that I can be? Yeah. And without it being a judgment, without it being you're not good enough as you are. No, actually, it's like I'm good enough as I am, mm -hmm. but I haven't yet reached my potential. Exactly. Good enough as I am, yeah, haven't yeah. reached my potential. Like, like a Michael Jordan, you know, yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, you know, you name all the top athletes, name all this, the mm -hmm. Stevie Wonder, Elton John, I don't care who it is. They're they're the best at who they are already, and they're always looking to be a shade better. Paul McCartney still talks about that today. I mean, it's like yeah. that's the exciting part. And I have to say I wasn't always there. When I started, it became I wasn't good enough, therefore I need to get better. I'm not good enough, so I need to get better. I'm not worthy enough, so I need to get better, right. or I need to become better at this. But ultimately, that's not the game. Right. That's a, that it, it helps. We all need to go through that maybe, or hopefully not. But now I'm at the place I'm good enough as I am, and I love the idea of being even better. Yeah. I love the idea of seeing what's possible. Because yeah. honestly, I was never meant to be a writer. Like, yeah. I hated it. I mean, there was like, shoot me first. Like, there was no way I was going to become <laughs> a writer. But there was no way I could get my message out without writing about it. Because even to a speech, yeah. mm -hmm. a speech goes to 1,000 people. Writing goes to, you know, 100,000, you know, yeah. whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. So I knew I needed to write. So again, purpose-driven. But but you've got to, to me, it's about purpose-driven. And one of our purposes is, how great can I become? Mm -hmm. That's I think that's that's so spot on because that's the first place it has to take place if you want to get other people to hold you accountable, right? If you want to go to that next that Absolutely. next level within and here's the thing, like the the growth of of you understanding that that accountability is is amazing. But when you have other people holding you accountable, you just go to the a completely another atmosphere. And well, yes, because they give you the feedback, yeah, you yeah. know, and that's where, where the possibility is. It's because, you know, like Michael, uh, not Michael, but uh, Magic Johnson said, well, why do you have, co you're already one of the best ball players. Why do you have a coach? He mm -hmm. says, because I can't watch myself play. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great, well, your audience is your coach. 
Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they're going to give you feedback and you're going to get the feedback instantly if you're attuned and watching their energy that, hey, they may have loved the whole speech, but boy, there was this one section that fell flat. Yeah. And, and now it's a question of how open am I am to the precision of speaking, to yeah. really feel it energetically, to be in it, etc. cetera. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is good. Good. So I, I want to ask you, Mark, like what's, who is one speaker you respect in the game and what would be that question you would ask him if you could ask him anything or her? Mm, boy, that's a great question. There's so many good speakers that, that, I mean, when I think of great speakers, I think of Obama as a great speaker. I think of Clinton, Bill Clinton as a great speaker. I've seen him speak. I, I think of, of, um, of, um, God, I'm just trying to remember uh, the name of this. I mean, but even lesser-known people, uh, Gay Hendricks, uh, who wrote The Big Leap, great speaker. And and he's, he, all these people are great, A, because they're saying something of value that, that opens me up to a new way of thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, even Fareed Zakaria, great speaker. Um Who's the guy on 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 CNN that I just I adore this guy. Um, you'll know him. He's been he's done the Prison Project. He's on all Van um, starts with a V. Do you know who I'm talking? Oh my God! I, I everyone's really going to know. TV, yeah. So I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my God! He's so good. Um, yeah. But he he he's got a, a such a major voice. Now the first person that ever turned me on to speaking at all the person who i adored growing up he was my role model growing up was martin luther king jr mm. i mean yeah. he brought me to tears he brought me to he, it was like he yeah, spoke I, to my I, heart I, I would have to say i he's mean definitely the best i think the best the way the best yeah yeah like facts just period the way he delivers <sighs> and takes you on this journey like the dream speech <sighs> best speech in the world like, yeah, and, and I don't know if you knew this, but he had a planned speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he was delivering. That they no told him to stop that, and and you could see he wasn't even getting to the audience with that planned speech. Right. He threw out the planned speech and spoke from his heart about the oh, dream. My oh my God, I get chills still today. Yeah, and and have to listen to it over and over because it just speaks it was, so it was clearly. True, it, right? Like it was, it was a lie, and I think speaking like as we were artists to a degree right like we, we are artists Absolutely. you know and it's and and when you write and when you what you say it's it's your canvas and it's your it's your masterpiece that's right and, and it, that's right. it doesn't have like boundaries it you you paint the way you want to paint you say what needs to be said the way it needs yes. to be said you you know your audience and you know their pain and and so when you open your mouth man it, it's just what it that's needs right. to be so yeah. well, and Charles, I just want the whole audience to note this. You just said something absolutely critical. I don't want to bypass it. Yeah. When you speak to the pain of your audience yeah. and you really speak from a vulnerable place, not a know-it-all place, but a vulnerable place, right. a human place, a spirit place, and you allow, in a sense, you to be the vehicle to which spirit comes through you like Martin Luther King Jr. did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that's when uh, you reach millions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I can I can go all day with this conversation with you. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to ask you, before we go, Mark, where can the tribe find you? 
Oh, well, the best way to find me, I guess, would be um, you can always catch me on my website, which is actually bstate.com. Uh, B as in breakthrough, state as in the state of breakthrough, bstate.com. And I believe you can follow me. I'm, you know, I'm an older guy, so I'm not really uh, all that skilled at this. But you can follow me on uh, LinkedIn uh, at Mark, uh, I think it's Mark Samuel or Mark S. Samuel. Twitter and Instagram are Mark S. Samuel. Yeah. We, you know, uh, you. those are my... Uh, yeah, so I think I think that's where you can find me, and uh, you know I'm always open to to conversation. You can always email me at mark at bstate.com. Like I'm really open. Like I'm I'm so into look at my my day. You know I, I'm going to do this for a few more years or as long as you know God gives me the ability to do it. But it's all about people of your generation. You're the change agents. You're the leaders. If there's a way I can support anyone through a conversation or through an experience, whatever, I'm really open to doing it. So that's why I even give out my email at mark at bstate.com because I love, I, I love supporting who I think are going to take us into a future, which are people like you, Charles. You, you've got it, man. I mean, I love talking with you. You're so beyond your years in terms of, of your understanding and your consciousness. Love it. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's, it's a tribe thing. I appreciate you, Mark. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Click the follow button to be notified for more episodes. And if you're interested in learning how to overcome the struggle of stage fright, write that life story and speech, or how to become that paid speaker, enrollment is now open to the Journey to Paid Speaking Gigs Academy. Head to thecharlesclark.com forward slash apply. It's time that you speak, even if your voice shakes. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.